Welcome to Ascent, a podcast from Impact Youth Ministry in Tacoma, Washington. Each week, we discuss issues relevant to students as they strive to follow Jesus here and now, offering a biblical perspective based on our experience leading teens each week. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ascent. We're so glad that you tuned in to join us this time. Today is going to be kind of uh, one of those scary topics because it is so real, but also so sneaky. Today, we are going to talk about dun, 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 acceptable sins. And the one we're going to focus on this time is gossip. But who knows, maybe it'll turn into a whole different series that we end up doing at some point in time. But today we're going to f- talk about gossip. I can literally already feel the conviction. <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> said anything else yet. And I just I can feel myself already responding to uh, knowing that this is something that like I feed in my own life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ditto. I think that's just how sneaky it is and how I mean, we can just in a regular conversation, it just can slip into gossip without even knowing. And you're just even if you're trying to have a constructive conversation, which I think could kind of lead us right away to the part of what's the difference between venting and gossip? Oh, not much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, yeah, I would say it's probably about the same. I find that when I'm venting. It tends to be because I'm like frustrated at someone and I'm trying to tear somebody down, but like out loud instead of in my own internal thoughts. And really gossip is mainly just tearing people down. I was going to say maybe it would help if we actually define what gossip would be. I think it's I mean, you can kind of build it like layer by layer, but I think one aspect of it is just saying things behind people's back i think there's greater complexity to it but i think like any gossip tends to happen when someone is the subject of conversation but they themselves are absent and i think that we oftentimes like to say like oh i'd say this in front of their face so it's fine it's fine i'd say this to their face so i can tell you but it's when they're not present there's there's so much room for us to be critical and unnecessarily harsh or just you know not building them up and and with our words and with our language then so Yeah, I think that's one part of it, just that they're not present. Yeah, but I think a conversation can happen where somebody isn't present, where maybe you're trying to problem solve with somebody else, where it might not be gossip because you're actually trying to figure out how to solve it. Well, I think it really does come down to motivation. Like, what is your intention with the conversation? Where are you going? Are you trying to actually get somewhere, find a solution, or are you just blabbing the blab? Like... Is it meant to be either, you know, encouraging or is it a conversation meant to build someone up? Like, I don't know. Or I I feel like usually when it's a negative conversation about somebody that 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 falls under gossip, like not usually always. (laughs) Yeah. And I would, I mean, I, I definitely hear what you're saying about like problem solving. And I think we have to put parameters on it mm-hmm. because it's one thing if I am 
actively trying to problem solve with someone who could be a part of the solution or help lead me to that place. And I trust their wisdom and I know that they're biblically grounded and yada, yada. Um, but even that, I think, and I don't know that there's like a black and white answer to this, but I think there has to be a limit on who those people are, because if I'm just going to tell my circle of best friends, but that circle is like eight people. Well, all of a sudden, I think I very, very much so jumped over that line of venting or gossip and venting and, you know, versus if you are maybe seeking out one mentor or a parent or a spouse or there's someone who has a role of influence in your life mm-hmm. um, that is helping you problem solve. Exactly. Like you're saying, like someone who'd be more like a trusted confidant yeah. in a way that you would normally go to. Right. And I don't know, like, I don't know exactly how to put a... Um, put like a formula to it. I don't know that you can to say like, well, one person's okay. Two person people are pushing it and three isn't absolutely not okay. Like, I don't know that we can be quite that cut and dry No, we can't about it at all. And I don't want it to bleed that far into legalism Mm-mm. at all. So there's not the intention there, but yeah, I just know that sometimes for myself, like I, I, I catch myself throwing out that excuse of, well, I'd say this to their face, but, uh, Kayla said, blah, 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 or Kayla is blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, that's not necessarily. I'm you can't just say it hurt. to their face. <laughs> I don't even know what it was about. You're right here. Internally, you're I'm like, ow. I'm like, ouch. That one time that Kayla. <laughs> and most of the time, I was literally <laughs> waiting. I was like, what is he going to say? Nope, what is he going to say? What oh, okay. The rest is up to your imagination, I guess. How would you, like, what would you guys say are ways that we can, like, distinguish in our own hearts? Like, when we get to a place of gossip, like, when our venting kind of from the, um, like like you said, venting is probably almost always gossip. So then like, what is that flip side? Like, is it, what do we call it? Is it confiding in? Like, is there a distinction from a biblical perspective? I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think like, I, I'm, I'm, I was going to say I'm processing, but I'm verbally processing. And that's what I would even like say totally. <laughs> what I was going to say. I'm verbally processing an an experience or a, or a situation with somebody and I'm just trying to go through all the things and just be like, okay, so this happened and then that happened. But that's like an issue with me personally, not about somebody else necessarily. Like that's me trying to figure out how do I deal with this circumstance? Well, I mean, or- like the Bible says that like there is wisdom found in sound counsel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we're also told to seek out guidance and seek out that input and that our discretion is better when it's kept in check by people who are steps ahead of us in their faith. Um, I don't know. Like I just, I personally maybe struggle with where that line is. So just kind of, yeah, it thoughts. seems to me like a lot of times when Paul uses gossip, he ties it with busybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple mm-hmm. times. And then also it, it seems meddlers? fruitlessness, that, right. That the other, it's also kind of, um, a counterpoint to edification. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like if it doesn't build somebody or s- something up, then it's probably yeah. gossip. Yeah. Yeah. I think for my own heart, um, just again, I think I tend to be a little bit more like crazy strict with this when I talk about it because I know that I really struggle with this. Mm-hmm. And so my intention is never to like make someone else feel a guilt. And it's more, I think, my conviction talking mm-hmm. um, yeah, than anything yeah. else. But I think when, like when I'm just trying to give myself guidelines for interrupting that process of gossip, I have to think, is this person that I'm speaking to with the topic I'm speaking about, are they part of the problem? Are they part of the solution? And then how few people 
can I engage with when it comes to like speaking mm. in that way? So is this person actively, were they a part of the it originally? Um, are they actively helping me solve it in a Christ-like manner? And then how few people can I involve in that? Well, I think too, like, and I, I'm also speaking for myself, like looking back at my motivations and my intentions, when I'm seeking counsel, am I going from person to person because I'm just trying to find the person that's going to tell me what I want to hear? Yeah. Mm. Or did I just stop at the one person that literally just spoke truth into my life and like biblically told me like, hey, Kayla, this is how you would handle this situation. Boom, boom, boom. Like if I already know that somebody gave me concrete biblical advice on how to deal with something and that, that's enough. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, like. Somebody can, again, the conviction is coming from the Holy Spirit. It's not somebody's job to convict me. But at the same time, if I am seeking counsel, if that's my intention or my motivation or what I'm hiding behind, like, oh, this is why I'm telling somebody because I want to, you know, get advice or whatever. Mm -hmm. If that, it's being, if that needs being met with biblical advice, it should just end there. Mm -hmm. In theory, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Totally. <laughs> Yeah, why, I, like, why I, do you think gossip is such an acceptable sin? And I guess maybe we should define, I was gonna say, maybe we should define what we mean by acceptable sin. I think by acceptable sin, what we're implying is that it goes unchecked and it's almost we, glorified. We like live in such a culture. Yeah, a we live in it, such yeah. a culture where you're literally in the checkout section of the supermarket and all around you, magazines <sighs> talking yeah. about other people or like you're on social media. You have all these YouTube channels dedicated to and let me tell you, there are lots of YouTube channels dedicated to like bringing people down or, you know, just mm -hmm. spilling the tea. You yeah. know, like it's all about telling you absolutely everything that's going on with so and so and so and so. You may not even know these people, but you are so invested in their own personal drama. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I will tell you, I, I fell deep, deep, deep into that Tati and James Charles drama. <laughs> I fell deep into that. I don't even know why. But just like I and that was my first experience, like realizing like there were so many of these, you know, like social media platform type things where they were commenting on other people and their drama and stuff. And it's just this, I guess you get some sort of satisfaction in knowing that you're not the only one with issues out there or like you get some satisfaction you think well at least I'm not as petty as these people are or like as dramatic as so and so or you know things like that and I think we do live in a society and in a time right now where those things are glorified like Mm -hmm. You want to be in the know. You want to know. You like subscribe to those channels. You subscribe to those. You follow those people on social media because you want to know, you know, what's going on. I think it gives us a sense of belonging. Yeah. In a weird way. Um, and and you, like, you know, what's happening. Yeah, you know? Proverbs 18, eight says that gossip goes down like choice morsels, mm -hmm. like as something delicious. Ooh. Like we get a, a brief moment of satisfaction and enjoyment when we take in gossip. And I think that it's it's chasing the feeling, you know, yeah. it's, it's mm -hmm. chasing that feeling of this is good. And I think that what you're saying, like, why do why are we so drawn to it? Because it makes us feel like we're on the end, mm -hmm. like that we are on the know. And I think gossip also 
bonds us to people. Like when you share secrets, um, it becomes this connection that feels really like private and intimate mm-hmm. and like it's it's something that's special, you know, even just between friends or I think oftentimes like how many people have you ever heard say that they bonded over like a mutual hatred for someone else, <laughs> you know, or experienced something like that? Where, like, <laughs> Chris is like, I'm, just, I'm like, so afraid never, of you two right now. <laughs> you never heard that? I don't think I've ever been more fearful. Like, I feel like, yeah, that's, that's such a common thing yeah. to say. Like, and I, I like two very different people, but if you have one common hatred mm-hmm. and that's when you end. have that common hatred, yeah, you will gossip and slander up you guys a just storm. Hatred. Oh yeah. No, oh, I'm not kidding. Um, and I know that's extreme me, language, but I, I will tell you, I <laughs> was, um, this is just random, <laughs> but, uh, I've, somebody sent me a video of this app that it's a dating app and it's not based on your likes it's based on your dislikes because nothing oh, bonds you more than wow. the things that you dislike so you like dislike all these things and then it matches you with somebody that like supposedly dislikes as the you know all these common dislikes that you have that's mm-hmm. so funny so i mean they might be onto something though yeah, in terms yeah. of, again yeah. in terms of what bonds people it's like that strong emotion of love and the strong emotion of I mean, I get it. It's extreme, but hatred, right? Sure, sure. And I, gossip is really just another thing that, like, it's the opposite of like when you when you when you get around someone who's in love with someone else, like they will not shut up about the person they're in love with, and they <laughs> rave and they tell stories, and it's so cute. And it's, I mean, you're just as passionate on that side of it, and it's just the flip. It's the inverse in like the most sinful, messy, fleshy way. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's just that part of us. I think it also is sweet going down because it just makes us feel like we have the superiority complex that we can just ride out. I mean, yeah. kind of like you're saying, maybe it's just because we think we're not as problematic mm-hmm. as whatever drama is happening. Or maybe it's because we think that we would just know better and automatically do better or are better. Um, but there's something about gossip that's validating in that way sure, as well. It makes you feel good. It does. Yeah. And there I think we're no high like... Hatred. Caleb with the quest. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like there ain't no high like the the Go, say I'm something gonna, in Spanish. Just throw out so something in Spanish and, and we'll all be like Ooh. The, there ain't nothing so as high as horchata. What? Mic drop. Yeah. No. There ain't no high as. High is when you're as the on in-flight the entertainment. And <laughs> when you're on a horse. That's good. That's good. Put that. The height. The height. I was getting at the height. You're super high. There's up from wait, the ground. There ain't no high like the You're saying that your quote was there ain't no high like the height. I hope the Lord keeps this entire thing in the podcast. None of that gets cut. That's all that's all gold. But Tony, you got wanna, it. If you had a senior I quote, don't. that'd be it. You understood though. I don't. But that's no, okay. Yeah. How high are you when you're on top of a horse? You're pretty high <laughs> off the ground. Don't worry. There ain't no high. Kayla, I promise you, you know, right now that Chris I and I are gonna gossip don't. about you. Later. <laughs> We will be sitting. But for real, though, like, like when you're indulge. sitting on a high no, horse, we're going to be trying to figure out a high how to horse, fix it. And you think you're better than everyone else. Oh, a high there ain't horse! No high, like the high you get when you're on a high horse. I think you just have too many words. <sighs> but now, no, no, oh, but you did a great job of explaining. Now I'm, I'm, I got there. It only took 
90 <laughs> short hours to get us my, to the same place. Are you telling me that my descriptive words were not enough to get you there? So anyway, um, about gossip. <laughs> so I think maybe then kind of the next thing is like we've definitely left a confusing trail of what exactly it is <laughs> and true. some dangers. I apologize. But how do we overcome? No, don't. Uh, how do we how do we overcome uh, gossip, though? I think you have to be able to pinpoint it. First of all, you have Identify, to be honest yeah. about yourself. Honesty is the first thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like with anything, any sin, you have to recognize it, acknowledge it as sin. Like this is wrong. Yeah. This is bad. This mm-hmm. is a. That's how you repent. Exactly. Uh, and then once you're honest about it, and you realize, like I do, I I do have a a sin problem. You know, gossip is my my acceptable sin. Like that is my thing. I I do enjoy. I love to gossip. Like once you know, then the next step is to repent. Like acknowledge it, repent, and then do that one eighty turn and catch catch yourself when you're you're doing it. I think kind of the next step then to to avoid it would be making sure that you are filled with the Spirit. You know, I mean. If you're in your Bible and you are praying um, and and building that relationship with Jesus, then your heart's going to be more and more like his. And you're not going to be having conversations behind somebody's back that's trying to tear somebody down. You are looking for ways to build up the body or bring people into the body. And that's an excellent point as far as like, okay, what are some practical ways that you can cut the gossip? Like if you just happen to be amongst friends or whatever and somebody starts to gossip i feel like one of the easiest non-confrontational ways to stop it although i feel like you know that's one of the we have to call each other out when we're doing it my brother just a shout out to my brother he is so good about calling me out when i start to do it my brother's (laughs) like kayla i don't want to hear it you're talking about someone else this has nothing to do with us that's sin and like cuts me he literally will not listen to me he's like nope and obviously he doesn't care about my feelings (laughs) he doesn't care if I get offended by that but you know in a good in a good way right in a non-confrontational way to stop gossip in the process is to actually compliment that person like okay well did you hear like do you know that this person is so good at blah 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 like you Mm. know like that is such an easy way to turn the conversation around and make it edifying instead of it's like passive aggressive in the best way possible yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think i had a friend say to me one time that awkward conversations change lives and i think that when we call out gossip it's awkward it's It's so awkward in the best of ways it's so true because calling out gossip as gossip in the moment, it's whether awkward. you whether you're directly saying this is gossip, guys, or you're just bringing attention through compliments or by maybe physically removing yourself from the conversation, like that is awkward. And especially if you're in the company of other believers or people who share the same heart and conviction, like conviction is awkward when it's done in public and things get weird and kind of like people get embarrassed and I, yes, and we should. And but the reality is that that would change our lives. Like if if we could all maybe just get a little more okay with the awkwardness of calling out gossip for what it is. But And I think that you guys both kind of funneled right into the next kind of step for trying not to gossip is accountability, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Super important. And I, 
you guys had a great story earlier before we started recording <laughs> about holding each other accountable oh, like that. Yeah. And that was, man, this was literally was awesome. like 24 hours ago. Literally and 24 And we were hours. texting about something that started off with like fine intentions, honestly. And it just, th- there was a moment that it was so easy. We could have gone deep down. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like we could have jumped both feet in, in territory that we had no place being Being there um and Kayla just she just said it she's like wait is this gossip and I think we both were like shoot and we're about to in 24 hours go record a podcast about how this is something we should be reading out little those three little messenger dots just disappear so fast like replaced by a ha ha (laughs) like yep all right this is how we end the conversation I mean like kind of like what you were saying with your like with Mickey earlier, how it's it's called out, but it's not unloving and it's not, yeah. you know, and it's it's uncomfortable. But when you're in the company of people who love Jesus and, you know, mm-hmm. and love you as well, um, you can replace that dot, dot, dot with a haha and understand that the conviction is there yeah. and the heart is shared. And I think it's hard because a lot of times we're in we're in company who is not living to honor Jesus, like at work or, you know, in our families or even with certain friends we have where we don't have the same, the same values. And, you know, we're not looking to build each other up in that way. And so calling out gossip in that sense is really hard and awkward in the same way that sharing the gospel with those people in general can be so uncomfortable because you feel like you're putting yourself just like open before them. But there is no, like, there's such a bright light that shines when the words of believers are honoring the Lord in, in those moments. No, I just think it, it really does boil down to choices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to choose whether you want to continue sinning or not. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're okay being comfortable, you know, and accepting these acceptable sins air quote on that one, you know, Mm -hmm. but the reality is that we do live in a society where that tells us like, it's okay. You know, everybody does it. We are literally selling it right off, you know, the shelves of the supermarket. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, when you realize like you're living in this world, but you're not of this world, you got to start living differently and making a difference. You're called to a higher standard, right? And you care. It means you care about what God thinks, not what the world thinks. And it's a process of retraining yourself to love mm. other types of conversation. And I mean, like when you're trying to cut anything out that tastes delicious to you, like when you try to cut out sugar, it's a process. It's a detoxification and a replacement. And eventually you just become more inclined to the thing that's good for you mm-hmm. and the thing that is actually life giving. So anyway, we hope this conversation around gossip was encouraging to you guys and know that we acknowledge so wholeheartedly that we're so flawed in this area. And so I guess maybe what I'm saying is just that we're inviting all of you guys listening to be a part of the accountability um, in your community groups with us in your small groups and your families that like you can you can be someone who lovingly stands for purity of speech. And um, I hope that if we can all do that, that we can just build a more unified church. So anyway, if you have complaints, you can email Chris at chris at fbctacoma.org and he'll take it. And with that, we out. (laughs) Thank you for tuning into Ascent. For more information on Impact Youth Ministry, visit www.impactyouthministry.org. We'll see you next week.